0: Hey guys, welcome to the Warrior Project Podcast. My name is Emmeline. I'm a strength and conditioning coach, growth and development consultant, and a spiritual mentor.
1: And I'm Katie, a nurse, wellness junkie, and bestie to Em.
0: We're basically here to chat about everything mind, body, and soul, because everything is connected and nobody tells you that. Everything that we discuss, society does not teach you. So buckle up and get ready to have your mind expanded. Good morning. You're here with Katie and M. Hello. Welcome. Oh, and Zena. And Zena, my oldest first child. She just is all over Katie. It's ridiculous. She just has no concept of personal <laughs> space. I love it. So we are here today to talk about training. We haven't talked about training specifically um, in a while, or I don't even think at all. Mm. So I basically wanted to chat today about the importance of training, like as in terms of resistance training in general and the benefits of it, as well as how to determine and find your own training regime that is specific for you and that is sustainable and maintainable for you and also training myths. So without sounding too sciencey and boring, females all of us really unless specified by a doctor should be doing some form of resistance based training Mm -hmm. building a sufficient amount of muscle protects especially women from osteoporosis Um, in addition to that it increases your bone density it also decreases your risk of injury The amount of clients I've had that are middle-aged who have come to me to build muscle because they have been instructed to do that by a doctor Mm. or a surgeon to prevent back injury, it's insane. And, you know, I've had clients that I've helped them develop glute muscle and I've helped them strengthen their core and other things to support their lower back. And then they've stopped training with me. Then they've come back a few months later and been like, I fucked my back. I didn't continue the resistance training after I left you and I I look at them and I'm like you've lost all of your muscle it's no wonder mm. why you are getting injured.
1: It's so important to to build that muscle as we get older because your muscle loss starts decreasing and your bone density reduces. I mean for women it's I think it's earlier than menopause but it really kicks off in menopause. Yeah. Um and for men as well because their testosterone decreases so they're not able to maintain that same muscle masses they once were and I see so many um older people who who are susceptible to awful awful injuries because they have really shit bone density yeah. they don't have any mu- you know they can't they just don't have the bone density they don't have the muscle strength to do anything so it's really important to work on it while you're young so that way that I mean it is going to decrease as you get older yeah but at least you'll still hopefully have a really good foundation and then you there can Maintain it exactly yeah
0: apart from that having a substantial amount of muscle increases your metabolic rate mm. decreases your fat mass your free fat mass and it also makes you fucking look better
1: and you feel fucking strong
0: yeah you feel strong <laughs> you feel good your metabolism is healthy and also if you've got more muscle you look better in general and you look more conditioned and when women come to me and say, oh, I want to be toned, I want to get toned, do you mm. know what toned by definition means? I hate that term. It means that you want to build muscle, which yes. means you need to put on weight. You can't tone you can't and tone lose fat at the same time. You you have to, to be toned. It, it, all it means is you want to put on muscle. You want yep. to build muscle.
1: Yeah, you want to build muscle and maybe lean out a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, can we drop that that like I want to tone up. I, I wish we that. could just cancel it you out. You cannot
0: tone up you you you're saying that you want to build muscle. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Um and I think well actually I think that takes me to we can jump into the training miss. I mean, because I'm thinking about how I have so many women that come to me and still even with all that we know today, I still have women who come to me and say, "Oh, I want to tone up and look better, but I don't really want to do heavy weights Mm. because I don't want to bulk up. Okay, unless you are taking exogenous hormones like testosterone and you're trying to be a female Mm bodybuilder, you will not look like a man. We just don't have that hormonal makeup. We don't produce the same amount of testosterone as a man. No. We produce a very, very significant amount and testosterone is necessary for fat loss and muscle building. We don't have as much as men do. So we are not going to get bulky. It is very, very, very hard.
1: You're not just going to wake up one morning and be bloody, I don't know, miss weightlifting America. Like, do you know no. how hard those girls train and like
0: and eating they and everything?
1: Hate. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, their nutrition is like, it's so specific. Yes. Their training regime is super, like, you know, it's not It's not going to happen.
0: No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. What is going to happen is you are going to see your physique change in the way that your entire shape and body composition will change. You will start to, your free fat mass will decrease and you will start to notice that your clothes fit differently because you now have more muscle tone and clothes will fit nicer on you and your physique will change. Sometimes your weight will look like it's increasing, But as you're building muscle and dropping fat, your waist will decrease, but you might be potentially putting size on in other areas that Mm. you're trying to build muscle on. So if you're wanting to look, so that's training myth number one is that lifting weights will make you look big and bulky. It won't, unless you are taking substantial amounts of testosterone intentionally for the purpose of being a bodybuilder and looking masculine to put on a lot of size. It just won't happen. And even
1: if you're a guy, it doesn't happen just like that. No, alone. not unless you're taking a lot of steroids. It
0: doesn't happen accidentally. No, that's right. That's myth number one. Myth number two, cardio is essential for fat loss. That's not true. My, I have a lot of clients who used to run or would just walk or just go to the gym to jump on. Uh, cardio machines and they wondered why they look soft or Mm -hmm. skinny fat and they thought that that was the only way for them to lose weight that is it's just simply not true Mm -hmm. resistance if you want to lose fat and look better really you can just do resistance-based training the only reason i prescribe cardio for people is to just maybe help a little bit with uh a calorie deficit, so just burning calories. Um, another reason is for your aerobic capacity because mm. it's good for your general health. And if you have good aerobic capacity, that also allows you to have better muscle endurance when you are lifting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um oh. and it's just it's just good for your cardiovascular and your yeah. heart health. I find cardio. it's good
1: for my mental health as well. Yep. I, I enjoy cardio and that's really the only reason I do it is because yep. I actually enjoy it.
0: Yeah. My cardio is twice a day I take my dog's For a 20-minute walk outside Mm -hmm. and yeah like katie said that's really important for my mental health um it's good for my cardiovascular health makes me feel good Mm -hmm. gets my steps up a bit yeah Um, and it's good to break it up because i do do a lot of uh strength training in my gym at home um but i don't prescribe cardio to people for fat loss because Mm -hmm. it's not an Efficient way to lose weight no. and you that's exactly what happens or you lose weight so you lose fat and muscle so yeah. you end up looking skinny fat and it's just it's not really an effective way no. to change your body
1: because then as soon as you uh, stop eating at that deficit so you go back to like maintenance your muscle your muscle mass is less than what it was that's previously right. so you're your metabolism has reduced, so then if you're eating back at what was your maintenance, technically now you're in a surplus, so then you start gaining fat.
0: Correct. That's right. So you are much better off building muscle because your body has to burn more calories Mm. to maintain the muscle that you have. So your metabolism has to increase as well. So the more muscle mass you have, your metabolism increases because your body has to burn more and use more energy to maintain the muscle mass. So you're better off focusing on resistance-based training and strength training, but you can do that in a way so that it's higher intensity as well. Like so, with my training reg- regime personally, this is what I have found both I enjoy, it's sustainable for me, and I like how it makes me look and feel. I train five days a week. My sessions never exceed 45 minutes and I allocate every second session is a heavy day. Every other session is circuit-based. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I did a heavy upper body session. So I chose four four compound movements and did like four sets of six. So I did pull-ups, flat barbell bench press, um, bent over row, and I think like a close grip floor press. And then like today, for example, I did – lighter weight, higher intensity for legs. So I did like two supersets where I did six rounds of each and then had a rest and then did it again. And that was more for, that was more higher intensity because it's just a different way to stimulate the muscle fibres and a different way to, what's the word? Not break them. It's a different way to. um like To stimulate them. Yeah, because sh- ultimately what, you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to, rip your muscle yeah, fibers you break them down and break them down to build them back up yes. really so then they when you, they're in the repair process which is during sleep eating enough protein during the recovery process they grow back more dense because they are preparing for that stimulus mm. which you know they start to prepare for that resistance stimulus that they got the day before so they're forcing themselves to grow back more dense and then you can increase the weight or increase the reps or increase the sets and then they grow back more dense and that's how you build muscle. So for me, I enjoy doing a combination of heavy lifts but then also doing higher intense stuff. And, like, that's another myth is that women and people think that in order to build muscle they have to only lift heavy
1: Mm.
0: and that's not true. No. As someone who has endured your
1: circuit training even at lighter weights like i'm fucked afterwards yeah
0: yeah it's all about stimulating the muscles and the muscle fibers in a way that they are forced to break down and then repair back more dense the next time so it's all about progressive overload but Mm. also different types of stimulus of the muscles so that's why it's really good to do a combination of both because you know there is a difference between gaining strength and gaining muscle Mm. look at bodybuilders they're not strong but they've got a lot of muscle Mm. because they stimulate and tear the muscle fibers that's a word i was looking for tear um because they tear the muscle fibers in a different way to power lifters yeah by doing more reps higher reps higher reps until failure and that's how they're tearing the muscle fibers so that they are forced to grow back more dense bodybuilders No offence, they're not fucking strong. But then have a look at a power lifter Mm. who also has a lot of muscle, but they also have strength, and that's because they are training, their primary focus is strength. strength. And as a byproduct of focusing on strength, they build the muscle, Mm. whereas bodybuilders are focusing on purely building muscle. So they focus on tearing the muscle fibres and stimulating and progressively overloading them in a way that they're forced to grow back stronger and more dense. I like to do a combination of both because I like to, I think they call it power building. Um, I like to do a combination of both with myself and my clients because I feel that it's important to have a substantial amount of strength, Mm -hmm. but also we want to have muscle because we want to look better, we want our body composition to be better, but we also want to feel good so we want to feel strong and we want to have enough muscle conditioning to prevent injury, to feel strong in everyday life, but we also want to look good. Yeah. So you don't have to just
1: lift heavy. There are other things you can do to improve your strength as well. So mm-hmm. like working on like your timing and tempo, yep. reducing the amount of rest you have between sets and obviously like increasing the number of reps you do per yep. set yep. and increasing the number of sets
0: yep. as well. Yeah, there's lots of different ways that you can stimulate your muscles. Mm-hmm. But if your focus is just strength, mm-hmm. then ultimately you're just looking at, progressively overloading Mm -hmm. the muscles and adding a little bit more weight every session like Mm -hmm. progressive overload purely for strength would be your focus but if your focus is on building muscle you would be wanting to find different ways to tear your muscle fibers in a way that is maintainable sustainable and enjoyable for you which is why sometimes like this morning I knew that I was rushed in between clients and podcasting and clients again so I was like fuck I've only got time I've got 35 minutes
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I was like I'm gonna just have to do a quick warm-up and then do a lower body circuit and I just had to keep going and going and going and my legs oh my gosh my legs were burning but yeah. I was out of breath as well but I it felt done. good after <laughs> yeah I felt good and I was like yeah that's gonna stimulate you know some muscle tearing in my legs and then hopefully I build more muscle in my legs and they look tighter and blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. so it just that that's myth number that was myth number three is that you have to lift heavy to build muscle it's not true mm-hmm. training myth number four. Oh my god to lose fat you have to do fasted cardio <laughs> i know we mentioned cardio um as not being an efficient way to lose weight but i just want to address the whole fasted thing i'm a bit of a like, a science nerd. So, like, I read a lot of studies. Um, I really love Brad Schoenfeld. Like, I think he's awesome for the fitness industry and a lot of his meta studies and meta analysis, they're great. And I read a lot of them. And Brad has done one specifically on fasted versus fed cardio. And the difference in fat loss is so minute Mm. that they couldn't even really record it as being – There's no benefit. There's no benefit. Yeah. Like I think it's because when you're fasted and you're exercising, you're essentially putting your body in a state of stress. So you're increasing your cortisol Mm. and stress hormones, which that makes you store fat and burn muscle. Do you know Mm. what I mean? So I think there is hormonal detriments to training fasted as opposed to fed. But in terms of if you're looking at body composition, it doesn't matter really when you do the exercise unless you're less than like 8% body fat and you have to do a certain amount at certain times of the day based on when you're eating and Mm. all the rest of it and you're at an elite level and your body fat is so fucking low. But really for the majority of us, it doesn't just, make a difference. No, it no. doesn't make a difference. So You've got to tra- tra- do what works for you. Yeah, I train think. whenever the fuck. You know what mm. I say to people? They say to me, oh, when's the best time to train? And I'm like, when you can. Yeah. That's the best time to train is yeah. whenever the fuck you can do it. Yeah. Sometimes I train at 8 a.m. in the morning, sometimes at midday, sometimes it doesn't matter. I just train whenever I can fit it in in between clients. Yeah. That's when I train. Yeah. And I don't sacrifice eating for that as well. I make yeah. sure I still eat. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, when I first sort of started on my like health and fitness journey probably like 10 years ago was probably when you were told like you have to do fasted cardio. And so I did do fasted cardio Mm. and I think because I did so much time of doing fasted cardio, my body is kind of adapted to like I – so I can't even eat dinner and then two hours later play netball because I just feel rotten. Like I'm Mm. heavy and sluggish and like regardless of what I eat. Yeah. Um, like within the sort of a two to three hour window, if I eat and then run or do cardio or whatever sort, I'm just,
0: I just feel like crap, mm. to be honest. But for some people, that's how it is. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So like everyone is different. Like I'm the same. Mm. Like I can't tr- train like straight after I've had a meal. No. Some people love it. I can't do that. No. Um, so that's, you know, when Katie and I say you've got to find – the training regime Mm. that works for you my advice would be is to develop and create some sort of routine that includes both cardio and resistance-based training a balance of both because that's ultimately going to give you a super healthy body composition both internally and externally Mm. like for me it works for me to take my dogs for a walk every day for my cardio and to strength train at home for 45 minutes in the middle of the day five days a week that works for me I enjoy it it doesn't feel like too much it doesn't and I feel if I train like for me only training three days a week is not enough for me and I think that's because my sessions are so short and sharp so I like I enjoy more frequency whereas there is you might be like I've only got three days a week okay cool so do as long as you fit the volume into those sessions like as long as you're fitting in like you're able to train every body part sufficiently and feel good in those three sessions as well as do a little bit of cardio cool that's Mm. all that matters like as long as you're fitting it in the key is doing it consistently long term and if you can see that it's generating results then it's working for you then continue to do it consistently long term like I have been training five days a week every week for oh my god like years and years and years and i've made it work like it just works for me mm. and it fits into my lifestyle quite easily whereas some people depending on your job or your family commitments or whatever they can only commit to three days some people are like no i can do every day i can do 20 minutes a day okay if you can do cool. 20 minutes a day of resistance-based training seven days a week fuck, that's cool do that mm. like You've got to find what suits your lifestyle and as long as you're fitting in a balance of cardio and lifting weights and you're seeing that your body composition is improving and you're feeling better and feeling stronger, then that's enough encouragement for you to continue doing it. It comes down to are you getting stronger? Are you getting fitter? Are you getting faster? Are you feeling better? Are your clothes fitting better? Is your health improving? Are you looking better? Is your bowel movements good? Is your energy good? If all of these things are moving in a positive direction, that's how you know that whatever routine that you've adopted, it suits you. If you feel tired, exhausted, like it's forced, like you're not looking forward to it, you hate it, you're not getting results and there's too much force and not enough fluency, not enough flow, it's not the right one for you. Hmm. And that's how you know. That's literally how you know it's not for you if there's a lot of force. But don't cheat yourself and lie to yourself and be like, oh, there's too much force with this two days a week. Or are you just being a lazy fuck. Yeah,
1: exactly. You like, know what I mean? If be it's true. Yeah. If it's every single day it feels like an absolute fucking chore, maybe it's not right for you. Yeah. We all have hard days where we don't want to go to the gym. We don't
0: want to train. That's right. But it's a fine line between I'm a lazy fucker yeah. and, oh, no, nah, this is actually not working for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So don't lie to yourselves don't make excuses don't make excuses be honest find a balance between resistance based and cardio training in a way that supports your lifestyle you enjoy it it feels good there's not a lot of force and it's working generating results and you can do it consistently long term that's how you know if it's for you if there's a lot of force and it's making you feel exhausted like genuinely you're like this is fucked i hate this it's not for you try something else words of wisdom okay words of wisdom (laughs) Emmeline life lessons 101 it's so funny i said to katie now when i'm talking to people and teaching people stuff i say Emmeline life lesson number one because my (laughs) partner's daughter um i was talking to her a little bit about mental resilience and talking to her about um something to do with something that happened to her at school. And I was like, I'm going to teach you something, babe, okay? And she's like, Emmeline life lesson number That's one. so cute. And I was like, yes, Emily, life lesson number one. People are going to be jealous, blah, blah, blah. I hope she's writing these down in a notebook. Literally, so cute. So now I'm like, okay, <laughs> hey, Emily, life lesson number one, number two, number blah, blah, So anyway, thank you for tuning in to this podcast about training. Um, please subscribe and give us a review on apple please follow us on instagram the warrior project uh also if you guys feel that this was really helpful please share it or feel free to send us a message and give us feedback we're always open to feedback Mm -hmm. um other than that thanks for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your day bye-bye